Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks he'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. And I found your hoodie. Oh, hey guys, this is Jamie. And welcome to the J-Rod Concerts Podcast. And what do you guys want to talk about today? How about we talk about some music? And good one at that. Today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician, Miss Cassidy Blake-Pope, better known as Cassidy Pope. Cassidy is releasing her new album, Rise and Shine, on August 7th. It's an acoustic and beautiful album, guys. Features the hit singles, Let Me Go, Hoodie, among many others, but the whole album is just a gorgeous treat. I strongly recommend you pre-order it, you pre-add it on your streaming platforms and all that good stuff. Your ears will thank you for it. Cassidy, who is from South Florida, I should say she's from the Palm Beach area, so go Team Florida. She won season three of The Voice, and she has effortlessly rearranged the lines of country and pop. She has experienced tremendous success throughout her career, including CMT Music Award nominations. And she's even been nominated for a Grammy, right? For the number one hit, Think of You with Chris Young. Cassidy has also toured extensively uh, across the world, really. I mean, she's played with Tim McGraw and Dirk Bentley in the London's iconic O2 Arena. She has a huge fan base in Australia, New Zealand, Japan, all that area. And um, yeah, she's even been the only country artist to perform at the Warp Tour. So that's cool. And uh, yeah, she's uh, lately she's been touring with Marin Morris and she's performed the Today Show. You know, she's just doing amazing things. And better yet, better than all this, honestly, she's an amazing person with some really thoughtful ideas. You're going to really enjoy the interview, uh, especially in these times of Corona where everyone is struggling. I think your, her ideas will resonate with all of us. So thank you guys for joining. We are going to, in the middle of the interview, play uh, her new song, Hoodie. So just uh, in case the conversation abruptly stops and you start hearing a song, that's why I want to give you guys a taste. So let's do that. And if you're new to the show, welcome. If you like what you hear, feel free to subscribe. If you want to give us five stars, rate it, all that good stuff, we really appreciate it. But yeah, guys, this is the interview with Cassidy Pope. Hey! Hi! There you are. How are you? Good, Cassidy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for giving us a piece of your day. Of course. I'm. I apologize for the background. I'm visiting family and. Pennsylvania and it's a it's a house that's been in the family for like a hundred years so. no way no way are you, are you visiting your, your grandfather maybe I am I am yep he's got a race on Saturday uh so his team's his team's doing really well these days so I had to come see it isn't that amazing so, so for those that don't know uh Cassidy's grandfather is Alfred Cassani he's a stock car racer you know did a bunch of stuff in Leonardville Speedway there where she is in Pennsylvania so Yep. Yeah, we're going to probably stop by there on Friday, actually. And then Saturday, there's a race at La Trobe. So we're excited. That's cool. That's exciting. 
Yeah. All right. At least you're doing something for the summer, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the only place we've really come at all uh, other than staying at home in Nashville. So, and this is a very rural town. There's really not many people that we're seeing here other than, you know, some of my family who came as well from Nashville. So it's nice to get away and, and, and do something that's safe and um, be with nature and be with family. Yeah. Well, that's great. Cassidy, I mean, look, I, I, I could give you accolades for, for a long time, for the whole time, you know, like Grammy nominated, platinum certified singer songwriter, winner of The Voice. But you know, but you're a fellow South Floridian. I'm in Aventura. So whenever oh, I have a fellow South Floridian, I just get excited. My, my little Publix Flanagan's heart starts. Oh, Publix subs, you can't beat them. <laughs> and I love the Aventura Mall. That mall's amazing. Is well, it still you, there? it's still there, but I mean, where you grew up, Wellington has a pretty good mall yourself. Wellington's a good mall. I didn't live there until I was in high school. So when I was, you know, growing up living in, I mean, we moved around a lot, but we were in Boynton Beach and then Lake Worth and Royal Palm. And, um, and I did, I, I forget what I did in Miami. I think I did like voiceover work or something. And right. so we would go to Miami here and there and, um, and go to the mall and it was always a good time. That's awesome, Cassidy. Well, thank you. I mean, those are local references for people that don't get it. It's West Palm Beach area. It's all good stuff. All good yeah, stuff. it's very good. Uh, Cassidy, so first of all, the most important question, how is Cuppy? Oh, he's great. Um, I, I'm surprised he's not up here. He's like, he's very clingy. Um, but he's <laughs> good. He's very much enjoying me being home all yeah. the time. And um, we're t we take them out on the kayaks here and there. And yeah, he's, he's enjoying the, a, a lot of attention he's getting. Sure. Well, Cassidy, I was going to ask you, you know, we're in the middle of July, th third week of July. Normally, right now, you'd be playing festivals every weekend in, in some part of the country. So I'm just curious what it feels like to be, you know, July 20th and you kind of having some down period, but like not on a stage. How, how, how is that shift? It's weird. Um, I am enjoying the quiet and the peace and having more time to, to spend time with my family and my boyfriend and dogs but I also I miss that part of what I do I love performing and I love um, touring and getting to meet fans everywhere and I had actually had a really amazing trip planned for March to go do a festival in, in um, Australia and then do a tour in New Zealand and Japan mm. so I was really bummed when that went away understandably though like it had sure. to go away but um it's it's a uh, I mean, I'll never forget this year. This is the longest I've gone since 18 years old of, I mean, probably even earlier of not playing a show in general. So um, it's a jolt for sure. Sure, sure, Cassidy. Well, I want to get to your new album, Rise and Shine, which comes out August 7th. And it's amazing. Been hearing like, like the whole weekend, spectacular stuff. But first, if you don't mind, let, let me ask you about your early life and then we'll work our way forward real quick. If yep. that's all right with you. Awesome. Awesome. So, First of all, you mentioned earlier in the year, um, and you, you mentioned that, that you live in Nashville. So I like to ask my guests lately, you know, what they were doing when the corona thing started. But for you, you had the extra wrinkle of the tornadoes. Yes, it was. So crazy. how was that like three week period for you? It was, it was surreal. Um, I was home by myself. Sam, my boyfriend, was in L.A. Um, uh, for pilot season doing auditions. And um, the, the tornado came really close to our house. It didn't hit completely, and we didn't have any damage. But just, you know, a few blocks away, um, it was just in East Nashville. It was just 
um, devastation. And I went and walked, walked there the next morning to help volunteer and, you know, just even picking limb, like tree limbs off of the ground to make way for people to get through. Um, so that was, that was really devastating for the town and a lot of towns in, in Nashville and, um, that, that didn't get as much media coverage. And then when the pandemic hit, a lot of places didn't really get fully rehabilitated before, um, the lockdown happened. So even now, you know, uh, driving around, getting takeout somewhere or something. I mean, you forget that the tornado even happened because of the COVID stuff, but these people never got their lives and their houses back running. And these businesses, yeah. a lot of them are still just completely destroyed and, and nobody was able to get um, to, to rebuild yet. So it, it's really sad that um, that just this the city was ta- has taken so many hits and obviously it runs a lot on tourism and that's of course something that's not happening right now. And if it is, it's um, it's a struggle to keep people in line and in wearing masks and social distancing. So it's been it's been kind of a, a tough ride for Nashville. Sure, sure, absolutely. They had a I mean, like back to back, like like you say, week to, week to week. But anyway, okay. So, so Cassidy, you mentioned that you grew up in Palm Beach. Um, so you know, like sixty six miles north of Miami. For those that are not from the area. Um, <laughs> But but like this is like a beautiful city. It's like cities where you grew up. You know, it was in Money Magazine's top 100 places to raise a family. Wellington, this and that. But it's it's so nice. it's great city, big equestrian culture. But it's not necessarily a musical culture. So I'm just wondering, you know, you're an artist through and through. It just uh, gushes out of you. How was that growing up? You know, in Palm Beach, in an area that is not necessarily uh, musical in itself. It was interesting because I somehow got. It aligned with people that were musical as well. And I think it had a lot to do with just, I had a voice coach um, from four years old that was putting me on stages really as soon as I felt comfortable, probably around five or six years old, mm. I was on stage at fairs and festivals and recitals. And I think just, just getting out there and exposing myself that way um, kind of led to connections being made. And um, I got, you know, a couple of managers um, when I was really young, like 11 or 12, and they had their ear to the ground with musicians in town and stuff. So it was kind of this like small bubble of people that, weren't easy to find but once um once I was sort sort of playing out a little bit more um it was easier to find them and then the the venues in town were were amazing there were so many hole in the wall awesome rock venues that I ended up playing a lot and going to a lot as a teenager um so yeah it was it was interesting I was able to create I was able to do um enough and then once I sort of hit that glass ceiling um I knew I needed to move to LA so I moved to LA when I was like 20. Cool did you go to a lot of shows at that Coral Sky Amphitheater? I did (laughs) my first concert ever was there um I think it was actually to see Hanson. (laughs) Hanson not bad wow first concert it was pretty amazing yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad yeah. for a first one. That's awesome, Cassidy. So let's talk real quick about Hey Monday. Uh, it was like your first uh, group. You did it in Palm Beach. Um, you did it with Mike Gentile. It's founded in around 2008. Yeah. Um, and then you guys played for, for a few years. You had, you had some good success. You mentioned Australia recently. You actually went there with the yeah. band. And uh, there's, there's a classic, iconic photo of you with Sydney Harbour behind oh, you. Yeah, that yeah. was so cool. So really, obviously, you have a... You have a good fan base and a good um, relationship with uh, with the Aussies. But I want to ask you about the uh, about the reunion show, right? Uh, you guys played a reunion show last November at, in Nashville. 
um, how did it feel when you went on stage and you said, let's go back to 2008, shall we? And you just kept, like, what was that? What came out? It was the most bizarre feeling. It was like <laughs> a time warp because all of these fans were out in the crowd. And by the way, they're still like, they still look like 15. And I'm like, how do you even know who Hey Monday is? Like we were around like, you know, 11 years ago. Right. But it was just such a crazy feeling to, to, to have to perform these songs that we haven't played probably in like eight or nine years and have everybody singing along to every word, to every deep cut we ever had. I mean, we, we had a really bit, we had a long set list um, cause we wanted to just milk it and have fun. And, yeah. um, and then just to look to my left and right and see Mike and Alex, who I spent that whole time with. And we, we had so many crazy memories together and, um, and, and it was just so surreal and amazing. Um, and, and it was also an incredible night to, um, kind of, to, to bring old friends back. And, um, I had, a I had gotten in touch with a few singers from, and, and guitarists from other bands from the past that came on before us. And, um, my band that my solo band that I, that I use as a solo artist, they were the backing band for all these guys that kind of came on before Hey Monday. So it was like, it was a night of nostalgia and nice. um, camaraderie and, you know, everybody's like got kids now and is, is they're, they're like, you know, have jobs and it's so crazy to, to just to have been able to catch up and kind of take a trip down memory lane. But it was, it was incredible. I, I, we want to do it again this year, but it, it having to a be show determined, like that, right. Having That's a show all, like that, oh we don't know. We don't it was, know. It was great because it felt like like watching the clips, like muscle memory for you. It, you just transformed yourself into this punk rocker in, in like a split second. It was awesome. It was so crazy. I was like, should I research, you know, like the moves I used to do on stage so <laughs> I, I kind of get, and, and I just didn't because it was a busy time and um, I we had rehearsals and stuff and I just wasn't right. thinking about it. And then I got on stage and I was like doing all these things that I remember doing on tour. I was like, wow. That just came back to me, you know? Yeah, amazing, amazing. You once mentioned that one of the songs, Candles, would be a great country song. Um, I I mean, Lost Sight, Couldn't See You When It Was You and Me, Blow the Candles Out, Looks Like a Solo Tonight. Just, yeah. (laughs) Dolly, like Emmylou Harris could sing that, you know what I mean? That would be an honor. Yeah, so so let me ask you, what do you think is the common attribute that uh, both country and punk can have? I think there's an honesty to both, you know, um, I think my songwriting took such a turn when I came to Nashville because I was trying so hard for so long to make the lyrics um, so obscure to where you kind of don't know what I'm talking about. And I think in Hey Monday, my lyrics were pretty conversational and pretty like straight and narrow down the line, but I always wanted to be more obscure and more hard to understand and then I came to Nashville and I realized the the power in like a simple lyric that that is about a subject that's been talked about a million times but is said in a whole new and different way so and and I think that if I um knew had the skills of songwriting that I have now back in Hey Monday I would not listen back and cringe as much (laughs) but um there is an honesty there and there's also a storytelling aspect to um punk songs and country songs that um I think are kind of a thread through both Seems like forever since your cigarettes after school by my car. Hope I didn't ruin what. 
what you were doing No, I didn't mean to interrupt If it ain't a good time, well, that's fine You stop me once I start The price of gas is crazy now The weather's been so up and down Oh, my God, I'm stalling now I was just calling Cause I found your hoodie and my backseat And I wore it Still smells like you and it's funny How it took me back to us It's got nothing to do with being in love One in your back It's not a big deal, but boy, take it as Me just thinking, thinking you should know that I found your hoodie I found your hoodie Now we didn't feel a little too real Like I was back inside your touch That'd be ridiculous, I swear this is innocent Don't read into it too much I just found your hoodie in my backseat And I wore it, still smells like you And it's funny how it took me back to us It's got nothing to do with being in love One in your back, it's not a big deal But boy, take it as me just thinking Thinking you should know that I found your hoodie, yeah If you want it, I can bring it If you don't need it, I'll keep it It's no pressure, it's no difference to me Oh, I promise I'm not open that you wanna see me too Maybe grab a cup of coffee, maybe see where it can move No way, no way, babe I just found your hoodie in my backseat And I wore it Still smells like you and it's funny How it took me back to us It's got nothing to do with being in love One in your back It's not a big deal but boy take it as Me just thinking, thinking you should know that I found your hoodie Yeah I found your hoodie I'm not open that you wanna see me too. No. Maybe grab a cup of coffee, maybe see where it can move. I found your hoodie. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Like, like when you come to your songwriting, like, is a song ever done, Cassidy? Like, do you look back at like your first records and you're like, man, I wish I would have used this word or that word, or are you like comfortable just the way they they are into the universe? I'm pretty comfortable with it. I mean, I, I definitely listen back and, like I said, get a little embarrassed at how some of the songs are just, the lyrics are just so, to me, they're so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't, I can't think of, like, you know, changing a word here or there because they're, they're the songs and they're done. And that's what I was feeling at the time and that's how I wrote at the time. So to, to go, I can't even imagine going back mentally to like tweak them because they were written when I was like 18 and it was sure. just weird as a 30 year old to go back and tweak lyrics you know I just never really thought about that yeah yeah absolutely well some artists say that an album is never really finished it's just released right so right yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's true I hear you, Cassidy. Um, okay, I have to ask you an obligatory The Voice question, so apologies, but I'll make it brief. I'm, I'm just curious, just looking at some of the clips, like, obviously, hugely successful. When The Voice was new, you killed it. You killed it. It was like, it was like a blowout, I think. Great talent, but you just <laughs> killed it. I mean, from the first blind audition of Torn, 
you don't even make it to the chorus and all the like most of the chairs are flipping except CeeLo <laughs> who's trying to be cool but like at the he end he's yeah, flipping he played hard to get yeah he played hard to get but at the end uh but yeah my favorite is I think over you because I, I remember just Blake he's looking at you like I won like this like with hearts <laughs> his eyes. like I have won the season but anyway but I want to ask you Cassie is your confidence shines through after all these years and I'm sure you were nervous because you're oh. rocking, you're rocking, you know, high heels, you're impressing the judges, high pitch, amazing songs, but you seem so composed. So I want to ask you, like, what was your mantra? Like, how did you accomplish this mindset? I mean, I fooled you very well because <laughs> I was, I was deathly afraid. Every, every live show day, I was a wreck. I would wake up in the morning and like feel nauseous. I was the, the whole national television like live thing just scared the crap out of me because I knew if I messed up a lyric if I tripped if I um I don't know had like a big pimple that they like zoomed in on and they love the close-ups and it's HD (laughs) that like it would be really noticeable so it was it was it was hard um I once I started singing after like the first couple of words I was fine but that that first few those first few words I feel like every performance was just a tiny bit shaky at the beginning and then once I got through it and and got my breath back I I was fine but yeah just just the leading up and like the first few words were very terrifying interesting interesting you you think that right because that's literally only you that thinks that but it's interesting because you're the star yeah (laughs) yeah All right, let's go to your new album. Really amazing. Like I said, I've been listening to it. Really fantastic. I love the way you're releasing these songs, first of all. Um, just uh, because each one kind of gets their own moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than when like an album with like 12 tracks is released and no one listens to track nine. And like, yeah. that's a great song. So what you're doing is awesome. Um, how was this experience? That, I mean, you co-wrote and you co-produced this record, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel doing that? It's one of your first experiences doing it. It was amazing. I mean, I write a lot of my stuff anyway, but getting to just make the whole album songs that I've written and then getting, it's funny, I keep saying this, but it's true. I've, I've really like contributed the same amount production wise to all my other projects, but this is the first time I'm getting credit for it. So that's nice. But, um, I, I had a really, um, I had a really great time just doing this with no, um, I, I didn't have a ton of huge goals for it. I just wanted to do a project that um, that people could hold on to during this kind of difficult time and um, also have songs on it that maybe helped people um, feel and let out their emotions. Because again, people are going through this together and some people are not as vocal about their feelings as others. So right. I'm kind of hoping a lot of these more emotional, um, deeper songs um, help aid them into that kind of experience of just like letting it out. Um, and I just, I feel like doing it acoustic is such a mirror image of where we are in the world. It's, you know, we don't have a ton of things distracting us from our feelings like travel and going out with friends and, um, partying and and, and going around. Yeah. And going around and and concerts and, and all that stuff. So, um, I kind of feel like it's, um, you know, the world's in an acoustic state. So I thought that it'd be cool to do an acoustic album and there's no distraction from the lyrics and the melodies and everything. So it's, it's interesting. That, that, I'm sorry. I'm writing that line. Cause that's beautiful. The world is in an acoustic state. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the name of your episode, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so did, did you, did you change the album like because of the pandemic or did you always kind of have this like acoustic light version in mind? I didn't come up with this idea until the pandemic hit. I, um, mm. I actually was after a few weeks of being quarantined with my boyfriend and been, had been seeing my mom and sister still because they they lived down the street basically. Um, I was just talking about how this year, like it could potentially be just like a complete write off, and, and what a weird feeling to not to not potentially not be playing any shows and to not be traveling like I usually do and not yeah. be in the studio with a full band doing an album and stuff. And because um, and I know that I could have probably done a full band project, but it would have had to have been remote. And I just really like to be in the room with everybody. And like, that's just the way I like to do things. Um, and so I, I didn't want to compromise that um, just to get something out. So we just kind of like my boyfriend, mom and sister were really the ones to encourage me. And they were like, you have so many songs, you know, that that we love, that you love. Um, this is maybe their time like to, to shine and in and, and a way where it's maybe strip back and you can like focus on the lyrics and the melodies. And I was like, yeah, that's actually a great idea. And yeah. um, I brought it to my team, they, my management team, and they were so great about it. Cause they were like, this sounds like something that you need to do um, from start to finish by yourself with whoever you choose to work with on this. And we'll be here to cheer you on. But like, we don't feel comfortable like chiming in on the creative process. Cause this just feels very personal and special. Yeah. So it was really, it was really just me and my producer, Todd Lombardo, who played the guitars and, um, you know, produced my vocals. And um, it was a really fun experience. It was just really cool to have like just the two of us and, um, you know, have a vision. I had a vision of it being kind of emo country <laughs> and having it sound kind of like um, an acoustic Hey Monday record. But um it was fun. It was, and some of these songs, you know, I've, I've um, had in my back pocket for a while and. I, I'm just so happy that um, they've been able to help people through this time. And I mean, there's some songs that have already released that people have had such strong connections with. So that's, that's like all I could have ever wanted. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of them, Cassidy, but by the way, I got to tell you, like your energy shining through is like really like nice. Like, I feel like this has like this recharge period has done good for you. Like, you know, way. like you look really like at peace, you know, good for you. I mean- yeah. I'm out of control. You know, I think that's the, that's the thing we all have to realize is we're in control of how we can contain this thing and wear masks and be, you know, considerate of the people around us. But I mean, I, I would love to try and help find a vaccine, but I can't, <laughs> I'm not yeah. that smart. Um, so all I can do is just embrace this time and look inward and nice. yeah. Very rational mind. You're a, you're a Virgo, right? I am. There you go. That's a Virgo mindset. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about, okay, let me go. Let's, let's go. let's go through a few of these uh, pretty quickly. Stunning song. You capture perfectly the idea of not letting go of our relationship, right? When it's supposed to end. I think we can, most of us can relate to that. Cassidy, why do you think it's so hard for people to let go of what they know is like not the right fit? Like, do you think it's fear? What do you think it is? I think it's fear. Um, I, you know, from my experience, I think there's um, fear of the uncomfortable and of um, a new start that you irrationally think won't be as good as what you have, so you might as well stay in it. But there's also something really interesting about, you know, the song talking about this is over, this is obviously not working, so you need to let me go. And, and 
when I listened to it, I'm like, man, that kind of sounds like that the person, like the state I was in, like I didn't have the power to cut it off and let it go and move on. I had to rely on that other person to make that decision because mm. I had hope. I had like this, this um, undying hope that um, it would work out and things would change and things would get better, but they never did. Um, and eventually I did, you know, split from the situation, but um, I think it's just a really conflicting feeling of, you know, knowing it's not right, but, you know, needing the other person to step away for you to be able to step away fully. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that connects to build this house, I feel like, because mm -hmm. it connects to that idea, right? The, the, the sense that like you took control or people can take control of their own destiny and build their own house, uh, yeah. symbolically their own spirit. Um, it's a beautiful song. Tell us about this great song, Cassidy. Thank you. Um, I, I, about 2017, I had a really difficult year of um, just getting, getting um, out of my, my uh, record label deal, my publishing deal, um, management. Um, the only team member I kept was my um, booking agent at CAA. And yeah. I got out of a relationship I was in for eight years almost. Yeah. And um, so I, I had this very uncomfortable time of, um, you know, second guessing my decisions and, and being with myself and, and trying to find my identity as an individual and not as like somebody's girlfriend or, or a musician. And it was a very big self-discovery year for me. I did a lot of therapy and read a lot of books and um, just sat with myself and really leaned into my friendships that I didn't really ever lean into that much because I always had somebody that was my person and I did I kind of neglected the depth of a lot of my other friendships and so this was like a very interesting year for me um and then eventually at the end of the year I actually started dating my now boyfriend Sam and um before dating him though it was so important to me to really just rebuild myself and my confidence and my um self-love I thought I, I, I didn't love myself or accept myself for who I was so I that was a big thing for me so by the time I started dating him I was in this amazing place and um, had a great foundation and um, you know could say to myself you know I'm, I'm falling for this person but if it doesn't work out I'm gonna be okay because I just got through this like awful year <laughs> and so um, it was a really it was a crazy rebuilding time and so when I went to write the song I, I just had this vision of a house and um and, it, and you know I couldn't help but think of my house that I had bought um during that year I, I bought a ho little house in East Nashville and it was the first time living completely by myself in a house and um and that house is kind of like where I found myself but the house that my boyfriend and I got last year feels like um I've, I've arrived, you know, like this, this nice. feels like more like home because I'm sharing it with somebody I love. And I, I, um, it just feel, I just, I love it so much. And, um, so it's symbolic, but also literal of, of where we are like actually physically. Amazing. Cassidy, you've been so, so, so generous with your time. I think that's a good place to leave it. You've left us all super inspired. Oh, so like, yay. <laughs> there's so much to unwrap there guys. Like, you know, like re re resilience, you know, we can, we can, uh, limiting beliefs, breaking through, you know, pulling through Cassidy, super inspiring, man. Like you're a great artist, but like, what a great human as well. Really appreciate your time. Jamie, thanks for the, the good chat. It's, it's nice to have a conversation that's got depth to it. So. Oh, Thank you. It must be the vodka here in the coffee cup. But um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Cassidy. But no, rise and shine.
produced by Cassidy Pope, Todd Lombardo. It comes out August 7th, which is like now. Super yeah. exciting, Cassidy. It's going to be a huge hit. And uh, yeah, live right now is in an acoustic stage, but we can't wait for you to rock it out, okay, Thank with this album. You. Cassidy, best of luck to you. Good luck with your grandparents and the races and all that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll all talk right. to you soon. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.